Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Niggas, friends, anything in between, welcome back to the show. I'm Kalisto of Sierra. And I am Flyanna Boss, and this is The Read. Thank you for returning. Um, yes. Thank you for doing that to this podcast, where we do that, we return. This week in our Black Excellence, we are going to give honor to twins, Amen and Asar Thompson. Twin brothers who uh, basically were drafted back to back in the NBA this year. Amen was selected number four by the Houston Rockets, with his twin, Asar, being number fifth pick by the Detroit Pistons. They've been playing together their whole lives, and now they're going pro, same year, and they're elated and very handsome. (laughs) Their parents are very proud of them. Their mom's gorgeous. She was beaming at the luncheon, the, the... NBA draft. <laughs> yep, a luncheon. That's what it is. Ceremony. We would call it a ceremony. It's probably it's a ceremony. Um, they gave up their year, their senior year in high school, to join the Overtime Elite League, which is an Atlanta-based accelerator program for high school and international prospective athletes. And along with uh, sharing their excitement about the opportunities they shared, this will also be their first time they will live separately. And they're figuring out how to split their belongings. Because when I first heard about this, I was like, oh, fascinating, you know, Black um, success and and, uh, Mm -hmm. hard work and progression and wealth. Um, But also, like, you're twins and you played together for, like, most of your life and stuff. And it's like, now you're, you're living the dream. You're going pro. But... In different places? Yeah, without your brother. Like, you don't get to play with your brother. In fact, you'll be playing against your brother yep. at some point. <laughs> yep. Um, but past that, it's like, okay, I guess I'm going to live in Houston. All right, I guess I'm going to live in Detroit. Yeah. Like, they have to live apart for the first time, too. So it's going to be a lot of changes for these kids. So it's like, you don't even really get to, like, in person <laughs> share 
that pro journey right. together. But I'm yeah. sure they'll be communicating quite regularly about how everything is going and all the hoes and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, shrimp. Probably shrimp. Yeah. Um, so good for them. Yeah, and you never know with the way the NBA goes with trades and everything. They might end up on the same team one day anyway. So Yeah, that's very true. It's possible as hell. So That would be fun. Right? You would have to Ooh. Hmm. I mean, you would have to put probably their probably not super likely. Yeah, probably not. And then with their jerseys, you would have to print like the first two letters of their first name since they're both A. Thompson. Uh huh. <laughs> think of that. That's a good point. So that might look a little weird, but um, you know, this is a great news. I'm sure that family could not be prouder to have your kids go number four and number five. Is just yeah, they were really yeah excited. yeah. My mom was just beaming, and she looked so pretty and so like happy. Yeah. Um, and they are so cute yeah, kids. Really, yeah. yeah, they're very like, handsome young men that look like they're ready to play ball. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> they just look like really the <clears throat> the the pick over and honestly <laughs> there was a lot of thirsting I saw going on over the these, what are they these, 20? these kids. Right. Yeah, I mean, but some of y'all are twenty two. I'm talking I don't know how old a lot of y'all were that were going. Oh, um, yeah. Getting they wet probably were. The I hope y'all were young. <laughs> draft picks. Yeah, you, now, let's be honest. <laughs> right. We can hope. No, I'm but either open. way. Yikes. Um, you know, congratulations to, to them. A man said um, that his brother got to keep the PS5. He's got to buy a new one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I know y'all oh, well. young because this is priorities <laughs> for 19 year olds. Like, and me. <laughs> is keeping the PS5. <laughs> Because, honey, if I was in a similar predicament, it's giving, like, okay, girl, so I've got Link and I've got the PlayStation. Now, what else? (laughs) What do you want? (laughs) Because those are non-negotiable. I mean, you can import your save data, right? Like, you can import your save data to a new PS5. You don't need the PS5. Yeah. So he can just, y'all, these these kids are about to be very rich. (laughs) So Yeah, he can go and and live in a PlayStation. Right. Right. But I still, it's hilarious to me because I know they really argued about this. Like, I know. Yeah. I know the fact that you could easily buy one probably was like not on nobody's mind. It's not even, I don't even think that they're they're like that hard to to get anymore. The oh, first okay. like year and a half it was like a rare Pokemon. Yeah. Like that's why I didn't even bother I didn't even bother looking for one. Um because I said I'm not finna, you know, hustle to like get new, it. But I feel like the Switch has got you covered. It really, I mean, it really does. I pull the PlayStation out for a few games, um, but mainly to watch DVDs. That's, that's what the yeah. <laughs> that's what the PlayStation is for. It's a DVD player. I also watch my my 4K on there a lot. I just mm-hmm. watched. What did I just watch last night for? On because the, the discs look better than streaming. Mm. Um, I don't remember. I just watched a movie that I really liked. Either way, um, that's the Black Excellence. Congratulations. Yes. Go, kids. Congrats. Um, Good luck in the NBA. Koalas. (laughs) All righty. Let's talk pop culture in a segment that we title um, Hot Tops Extraction 2. 
<laughs> no further questions. Sometimes you don't need to change the title. Yeah. It's just, it's fine the way that it is. Yeah, it works just as it is. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so were the BET Awards good? I would not know. I was at gay parties all day. It was the last day of Pride, weekend of Pride. You know what? The BET Awards and Pride do be interlocked sometimes. Yeah, they, they definitely were. They definitely were. I'm like, oh, no, sorry. Mom is going out today. I will have to miss it. But I feel like this is the one time I didn't, like, put it on the DVR or something. And then everybody was talking about it. I'm like, damn, what did I miss? Yeah, I completely forgot. I feel like I, like, halfway heard, hey, BT Award nominations are out. And then I blinked and they were like, did you watch BT Award? Like, I did it. Mm, I had no I didn't go out or nothing I just didn't know they were on Um, but I watched a bunch of the uh, clips and stuff as many as I could on YouTube and I was like girl were the awards good this (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) I know they did the whole like you know hip hop's 50th oh yeah so there was a lot of like tribute performances and like homages to different eras sounds groups um in hip-hop so everyone from like fucking uh them franchise boys to like (laughs) oh man to fucking uh i'm blanking (laughs) there were so many people but it was like Dochi brought out Trillville. That was really smart and fun. Of course, Trick Daddy and Trina came out. Uncle Luke. Mm. I remember what they fucking did. Um, Chief Keith. Buster Rhymes was like the Lifetime Achievement Award. Okay. Recipient. Mm-hmm. So he had like a little tribute performance for him that included Rodiga. Um, Swiss Beats, I think, was a part of it. He had Koi Ray perform her own song, which was sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he brought out Scarlet, which was really cool. I love love that. Um, and you know, Buster Rhymes has like decades worth of bop so absolutely a great performer and i really be wanting to like openly stand because buster rhymes is an incredibly talented lyricist has been for pretty much his whole career he's jamaican as am i Mm -hmm. um and i feel like because of that and how he has worn that bit of his culture on his sleeve my family has enjoyed him like my mama, break your neck, pass the Carvassier. Two rap songs that you. Oh did. yeah. Oh, and I can't blame. Who didn't like pass the Carvassier? Like I don't even think my mother drinks Carvassier. She barely drinks. Period. But like, <laughs> yeah, that song was one. And then eventually, also because it was like around a time where my mother knowing a rap song was like, I guess, embarrassing. Or something. <laughs> Okay. So she would also like intentionally be like, break your neck, like just to piss me off or like make me uncomfortable. <laughs> also, immaculate music videos. He should oh, also yeah. have a video Vanguard award. Yeah. Um, but the reason, you know, obviously that I have not um, 
yelled into a megaphone the way that I have done with Missy is because Buster just has a huge history of homophobia. So it's like oh, awkward. Oh, yes. That's what it is. I was sitting over here trying to think, like, what did Buster Rhymes do that had me cussing him out? And it was... I that. mean, he's an old Jamaican man. You know? <laughs> like, duh. Um, but I'm also like, I wonder if he's like, if anyone in his family's come out yet. If he's got like a trans niece or like... Mm, a, interesting. Like a, gay somebody you right. know <laughs> like that maybe has got him whatever the and point is it was nice it. Yeah. to see him get his flowers because he deserves them um what else did I watch uh Lotto won best female hip hop artist I started this talking about something else oh all of the like tributes they did there was mm. like um like I said, they did a whole dance section with the Franchise Boys, Soldier Boy. The whole, of course, they went through Swag Surf. Wow. They they went from from Walk It Out to Stanky Leg. It was very black. Like I feel like it fe- it felt like the audience was really having fun at this award. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was really nice. It was nice to just see so many. Even, like, the clips that were... Like, I saw a clip of Sexy Red. I guess they played her song yes, during, I like, a commercial. Yes, I saw that, too. <laughs> yes. And she had a huge <laughs> stack of bills in her hand and, like, whatever dress. I think she was barefoot in the aisles just rapping her song as well as, like, everybody else in the the venue. And Krishan comes over and starts shaking her pregnant ass in front of her. It just like the girls were were lit. Like yeah. people were having a good time. Yeah, they were. Lotto won best female hip hop artist. She um well, first of all, how do you feel about that? About her winning best female hip hop artist? Alongside the nominations <laughs> were a little confusing to me. Okay. Okay. For that specific. Yeah. A few categories. But it was like her, it was Nikki, it was Cardi, it was, I think, Megan. Yeah. Lotto, Ice Spice, and I want to say Coyle Wright was there too. <laughs> well, um, I think overall I'm really not, I'm not shocked. Yeah, I wouldn't say. And I think Lotto was probably the safest pick as far as like... Mm-hmm. Having to deal with stands on the internet. Really? I think so. I think if you would have picked Nikki, the stands of all the other girls would have had a fit. If you pick Cardi, the barbs are going to have a fit. I know the barbs are kind of mad at Lotto, but they don't hate Lotto the way they hate Cardi. So I just Interesting. think... And then if you pick Megan, then you bring out all the misogynists and mm. all that. Plus, you have to consider who is actually going to be there. Although I know for some of these awards they didn't, because I saw they gave gave Beyonce something like she is not in the middle of being in Europe. So, or actually towards the end. But anyway, I think, and Lotto has had some bops over the year. Like I love that rip me out the plastic shit. So I think is she? Do I think she's the best? No, but do I think she's very popular and talented enough, and it makes sense to give her this award? Yes. I disagree that it was the, the Barb's hate her. I don't. Yeah, yeah, but they don't hate her the way they hate Cardi. Yeah, but Cardi shouldn't have won simply just because what song or anything has Cardi put out besides that remix to put it on the flow and the Glorilla song was what Glorilla song? nominated? What song did she, she put out? Oh, Nikki put out the uh, 
the super freaky girl. The Barbie song. Oh. I was thinking of the song she did with Ice Spice. For I the mean, Barbie no movie. shade. I really wouldn't have picked Nikki either. I'm kind of surprised it wasn't Ice Spice. Just because Ice uh. Spice has has had like such a quick like mm-hmm. ascension. Yeah. I just think Lotto's music is better than Ice Spice's. I'm not disagreeing with that. Oh, okay. I also think that Lotto's a better live performer, even though, like, I guess she forgot to lip sync. <laughs> like, I don't, like <laughs> damn, yikes. First of all, like, when singers who dance lip sync, mm-hmm. I don't take no points. There are some people who can do it and can do it quite well. And right. a lot of them are the girls like how Destiny's Child, Matthew had them motherfuckers yep. running a top speed on a treadmill yeah. while belting, you know, yep. you know, uh, absolutely songs from fucking the, hills are alive, the sound of music. Um, yeah. So I really don't, but like rapping and whatever, like, Breathwork is different on on all kinds of people. I actually think Ice Spice has pretty impressive breathwork, um, although she doesn't, you know, move much. But either way, <laughs> the it's. I was just like, girl, Lotto. Yeah, I mean, of the list of names you just read out, I see it. I was just surprised that she was like, "Fuck the." It, it made, were you having too much fun that you just forgot? that your voice is coming out of the speaker and your mouth isn't moving? Maybe. I don't know that the young people are devoted to stage presence and putting on a good show oh. like some of the older artists are. But girl, if... Look, just move your mouth. Ma- they do it on Drag Race every week? I don't, okay, fine. So, <laughs> like, yeah, that no. to me was hilarious. I get it. Because the performance itself, like the production of the performance was... Real, you know, interesting. Yeah, pharmacy or whatever the fuck. It was uh, cute. And she looks good. Ice Spices. Shout out to her set designer. Whoever oh yeah. Because at With first, <laughs> at first when uh, when it was like the little bodega, I'm like, okay, I've seen rappers from New York do a fucking. I'm a rap on a corner store set mm-hmm. one million times, like one million times. But when she went up. <laughs> The damn up the stairs to the to the subway to the train. Oh, and they had the fucking yes, train. Yes, yes, zooming behind her. <laughs> like it was okay. giving Bronx, <laughs> and I was and like, that, oh, okay, that's this very is deliberate. Fun. It fit the song well. It was yeah, cute. yeah. The rap girls seemed like they had a good time. Callie was on the fucking. I saw she was like on the amplified stage. Everybody knew that area code song that she said she never heard. Lisa oh Chris yeah, did. yeah. And then I thought it was doubly funny that she performed the song and then they included a sample of Grills by Nelly instead of <laughs> you know area codes. Right, by right, right. Kelly said, "I said what I said and I meant it, and I'm not changing it." <laughs> so. <laughs> It is what it is, girly. I'm sorry, I'm young and I just didn't know. I heard they played the track for me and I loved it. And that's all I knew. (laughs) I'm like, Doshi brought out Trillville. (laughs) But anyways. um, What else happened there? Let me see. What else did I look at? Uh, Tiana Tiana Taylor, Spike T, One Best Director. Mm. 
Mm. Coco Jones won Best New Artist. Yes, very well deserved. Um, Glorilla. Okay. All the girls don't have to dance. That's and true. all the girls don't have to give sex kitten. <laughs> now, I feel like the, the, the creative direction here could have had a lot of input from Glorilla. Maybe she wanted <laughs> to, you know, give seductress yeah. for this particular performance. Um, I lips. was not prepared or interested in seeing Glorilla specifically laid out on a lip-shaped uh, love seat. Yeah. Um, you know, giving you partition choreography. Yeah. It threw me off. It was a little, <laughs> you know. And I'm just like, you know, some the, like all the girls don't need to give you like sexy hood rat flapper girl. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, like sometimes you can just come out and bebop. And not that's hood rat flapper girl. Yeah, yeah. I don't I mean I wonder if somebody encouraged her into this direction. That's what I'm wondering too. Right. Or if this or was, if it her was own like, idea. I wanna be, I wanna do something different and sexy. Because if that's the case, go for it. Yep. Go for it and have a good time. But if try something are, else out. If y'all are pressuring this girl into this, please leave her alone and let her be herself. Because I promise you, Gorilla can come out in a plain white tank. Some fucking House of Darion jeans yeah. and, and like <laughs> a good pair of chucks, and I will get up. Like I don't need her, <laughs> you know. Right, but, right. You know, but you know, she's also petty. another young one, and you know, exploring whatever it is you want to do as a young artist. I get it. I'm not right. trying to be too harsh on you know these very young people. I completely agree. Yeah. So <laughs> the same way I feel like Ice Spice seems shy. Or, like, a little, like, withdrawn when she performs live. Mm -hmm. it, it almost gives me early Lil Nas X. Oh, Where, okay. like, some of his earlier performances, it seemed like, to me anyway, you could see him be like, oh, my God, I'm a pop star now. Yeah. This happened. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, whereas now, Mama is doing, like, full aqua. You couldn't tell her nothing. She yeah. seems, like, way more comfortable on stage. And Ice Spice blew up fast. So, I'm interested in seeing if, you know, how her performance, uh, or stage presence, I mean, yeah. shifts. Because some of the girls, Lola Brooke is out here doing backflips, cartwheels. Oh my God, her little self. <laughs> I love her. You can do that when you're 4'8". <laughs> <laughs> True. I love me some Lola Brooke. She's yeah. so cute. I, love, I do love her. She was, at, uh, she was at a New York Liberty game, I think. I think it was the Liberty. Yeah, it must have been. It had to be the Liberty, Brooklyn. But, um... Where she was on the um, court shooting? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, that. Where it's like, you are like one-fifth of the height of this basketball rim. <laughs> like what? And then posing next to players who are like 6'6". Six, six, and it just looks like... <laughs> that must be so fun. <laughs> like she is just the cutest little tiniest thing but then she opens that mouth and that music comes out and you're like oh and she's just like don't underestimate her please don't <laughs> please don't don't let the the short package fool you so yeah the girls are fun I, and I love them having fun I love Scarlett 
I love mellow. Blood. Love Scarlet. I love that Scarlet scares niggas. Love that. <laughs> um, I saw her in the audience too. I think. Um, what else happened? Oh, Migos. Oh yes, the Migos reunited. They did a takeoff tribute, sort of. Um, it was kind of like one of his verses that they did together, Offset and um, Quavo. Mm-hmm. And they did like Bad and Bougie together. And it was just like, you know, drama aside, because the Cardi B Offset house is in <laughs> turmoil. <laughs> but um, it was really nice to see them on, on stage together, um, putting whatever issues they had aside to right. just... Right. You know, be there for one another and and to give honor to their friend who should not be dead. Right. So that was really nice. And it seemed like a lot of people enjoyed that. Yeah. A really sweet moment. Um, and you know, as always, just tragic that he died that way and that, you know, sometimes you really do be beefing with people that you love deep deeply, and then some shit like this happens and Oh, yeah, you just end up making your way back to each other, working shit out, because life is really too short. So it was nice to see, and I thought it was appropriate that they chose the BET Awards to to do that. Where else? What better place, really? So, uh, yeah. And um, other than that, growing... Did you hear about Lil Uzi Vert and JT? Oh, I was just about to get oh, to that. Oh, okay. I was just trying to go over, like, the performance <laughs> stuff that I saw. Got you, got you. Again, there was, like, you know, MC Light was allowed to come downstairs and do a song. <laughs> that was really nice. Oh, yeah, because it wasn't no writers because of the writer's strike. Yeah, and no so, host because of that, too. Which, right. I mean, there's been a lot of award shows who that have decided against hosts. And we usually Part don't time. miss it. It really is fine. Mostly. Rarely does a host do something like super memorable. So, you know. Um, but I would love to have writers back. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. <laughs> would would love that. Right. Give them their money. Um, I should say pay us. Um, yeah. I'm not really seeing anything else that's kick-starting my excitement in terms of what happened on the stage. So let's talk about what happened in the audience. Jatavia decided, for whatever reason, to feed Lil Uzi Vert her cell phone. Oh, God. Um, They got into some sort of an argument in the audience. Now, initially, the gossip was, oh, well, Uzi was all up in Ice Spice's face after, you know, he made his new song that he performed. If you could hear it. Right. Has, uh, like, a shout-out to Ice Spice in it. Um, So some people were like, oh, Ice Spice was sitting right by him, and he was all in her face, and that's why JT got upset. JT's um, team is saying it had nothing to do with Ice Spice, but she was more so frustrated because she lost her seat. Something happened in, like, I guess, you know, in between those, in between, like, filming and performance yeah. and stuff like that. They, so it's like a commercial break or something. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah. I guess, you know, I could okay. 
I could, I think, believe more than, oh, this nigga was an Ice Spice face, that somebody was in my seat next to you and <laughs> you maybe didn't do enough. Oh, to, to get mean, them up. To, like, to, to get be like, oh, up. that's my girl's seat, right. Or maybe you were too worried or you were too into your conversation mm-hmm. with X, Y, and Z that you're not even paying attention to your girl and right. yada, yada, yada. Boop, here's an iPhone. Yikes. So, <laughs> I really don't. I mean, I could see it being something petty. It's just like, girl, why? You're dressed up, your makeup's done, your hair's done, you look nice. There are cameras everywhere. We improv like you're famous. Everybody's watching you. And then she's like walking away, and he's chasing after her, and they're yelling. A mess. It was really a mess. <laughs> I didn't know what to believe whether tea. Ice Spice really has something to do with it or not. I just had an issue with throwing the phone, but like, and yes. like, here y'all go. Y'all just find an opportunity to be messy and um. And, you know, that's really all that anybody cares about. But, yeah, it was the throwing the phone for me. And then being like, "Get my, give me my phone. Like. <laughs> but, sweetie. <laughs> you would have your phone if you hadn't assaulted me with it. What frequency are you on? <laughs> are we coming through? Can you hear us? Yeah, like, girl, mm, it's not okay. It's not okay to throw your phone at your partner in anger. Like. And if it was something that petty, like there's a seat filler or even somebody else in the industry that you wanted to talk to, girl, how could it possibly be so serious that you need to throw your phone at somebody? How could it possibly be that deep? Girl, call me back. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I love saying Because it's like, I'll be hoping I that one of these can't... days, one of these girls are really going to reach out and be like, let me just tell you what happened. And I can be like, no, 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 no. No, sis. Yeah. You're the prize. Let's get to you. Like, it just can't ever be anything that deep going on at the BET Awards in front of everybody to where I need to throw my phone at a nigga. It just can't be. And if that nigga was talking to Ice Spice and I ain't like it, there's rap niggas in the building. Let me go sit in NLE Chopper's lap okay. or whoever the fuck y'all like. Girl, come on. Not over I Uzi Vert. I'm trying to tell you. Not over Uzi Vert. Levert! That's a, it's not making sense. Jatavia, what is this? Is this she city girl behavior? It might be city girl behavior, actually. Yeah, no, it 1,000% is. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, please don't don't let this incident end up in a song. That's all I'm asking. Cause no, probably not. I'm sure they bitch like this all the time, and this is just oh, some shit that's yikes out the public. Oh, yeah. that isn't good. <laughs> They're young and rappers with like, yeah. This it. Mm. I mean, they two young birds. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get it. Like, these are two young. But I agree. The phone fit. Like, it would be one thing if it's like, I'm mad. Yeah. And I'm going to yell at you. Man, I don't care who's watching. But the throwing of the phone, like, we can't be doing it. Right. That's what what concerns me about this is throwing objects when you're angry. I would hope y'all don't do that all the time. But that's what I'm saying. If you're, if you're doing it at the BT Awards, at the BT Awards, then you probably are throwing your phone at him at home. It is not okay. Book air. It is 
emphasis okay. on air because it's flying. So maybe y'all need to break up. Maybe this relationship ain't it if y'all are doing that to each other. that JT would write, I think JT could write a solo EP. Jesus. That would, a solo breakup E.T. E.T. Yep. E.T. by J.T. <laughs> would E.A.T. Would it? Uh, I'm worried for the children. Bitch, yeah, bitches. Whatever. Just don't. Break up. Just break up. If I got to act like break this in up. public behind you, it's time for us to break up. Um, Chief Keith was banned by B.C. I don't. Um, SZA and Beyonce tied for album of the year. Thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) This is a really big moment for SZA. Um, This is also huge for Beyonce. (laughs) I knew you would get it. Why would you do that? This is a big moment for SOS. But um, <laughs> it's pretty huge for Renaissance. <laughs> Every time they do that, Every I time. die. <laughs> Them white girls are funny. They're very funny. <sighs> okay. Um, so listen, so, Renaissance. That's duh. one. Right. Obviously. But SOS um, had a huge year. A huge year. Incredibly successful. Yes. And that album is also very, very, very popular. And was SZA there, though? I don't think so. Well, I don't think there were that many, like, nominees present. I mean, this is a very busy time of the year. But, um, you know, I'm not not upset at this. I think it makes sense given SZA's popularity and the popularity of that album. And, Mm -hmm. you know... uh, I'm really at the point where if I don't get phased by. Well, actually, I just don't. I just don't get phased by anything. Beyonce has been that bitch to me since December 13, 2013. Like, that was the day I stopped arguing. (laughs) That was the day I stopped arguing. I literally said, no, this bitch is releasing a whole album, songs and videos at the same time. And nobody knew nothing. Literally don't talk to me about her ever again. So... Beyonce could lose any award, any award, and I would be like, that's just how they do my girl. That's just how they do her. Like, Same. So, I feel like- <laughs> so this is fine. This is fine. Great. Congrats to both of them. Yeah, no, I don't feel no type of way about it. I actually just thought it was interesting um, that they did a tie. I don't know how many times they've done that, if ever. Yeah. But I was like, you know, SZA's album is on the top of the charts, back to back for like eight. It did really, really well. It's a mm-hmm. good body music. I mean, depending on <laughs> you, how maybe you're feeling in your current season. Because I've heard some people listen to it and just be like, my God, it's so toxic. Yeah. It's not for me. Like, it is not for me. I was shocked. This is the first scissor album that I did not connect with. I was like, oh, no. Why are we staying in these situations? <laughs> Why are we doing this? You in the mud, child. Oh, no. <laughs> Speaking for bitches in the mud. Clearly, right. And motherfuckers so, related. And so that's why. And and based off the popularity of the album, I said a lot of people are going through this. Or they relate to it. Or, you know, whatever. I said, And that's fine. I'll always be a SZA fan. But this album, we're just, we're, we're at two different places in life. Mm-hmm. 
And they're both such different, I believe. Yeah, Control, I really felt like was about growing up. And I really resonated with that music, even though I'm obviously much older than she is. I really resonated because that time in my life, I felt so much of those same things. But this is just a little too, this is a little, I think, too much about tolerating extremely dumb shit from niggas. And that is, you know, not really part of my story. I don't, and I know you're not saying this, but like, I don't really need to always relate to a project from an artist I like. Sometimes I more so connect with or maybe to appreciate like, uh, the vulnerability mm-hmm. and the honesty and the willingness to like put uh, lyrics to stuff that maybe some people would not because of how it sounds. Mm-hmm. Like making a whole song about killing your ex yeah. and their yep. new partner, but still being in love with them or you know, whatever other little, you know, smoking on your ex back. Uh, shout out to Jay Versace, a fantastic music producer. Um, so yeah, what were we talking about? Yeah, um, I felt like <laughs> like I listened to some of it and I was just like, oh, ooh, I know that's right, really. So it's almost <laughs> like it's almost like checking in with your homegirl or something like that and she's just like this is what's going on and I don't have to necessarily relate to it but I'm just like yeah I appreciate you for telling me that yeah if I don't relate to the music then I at least need to not feel uncomfortable about it but this made me want to (laughs) like this made me want to gather her up and be like let's have a let's have a real conversation like Let's talk, because you are going through it. <laughs> so, I was more concerned than anything. I felt like an auntie, for real. So, But congrats to her, yeah, and, and this is fine by me. I think this is wonderful. So, shout out to BT. Sounds like y'all had a good show, and the one year I don't watch, the one year I go out and be gay instead, y'all decided to really turn it out. And out, it's like, so. a lot of the clips on YouTube, not for nothing, are not, like, complete. Like, the one that oh, says Mad Lion and Patra take us to Jamaica for whatever. I'm like, you know, Mad Lion, cool. But obviously, I want to see Patra. And she's not in the clip. There's, oh, like, wow. a lot of clips that are missing parts Yikes. or, like, come in at weird points. Um, hmm. So. Well, maybe somebody over at BT. L for me, can... I guess, for not watching it. <laughs> so maybe somebody over at BT can do something about that. But. Yeah, uh, shout out to y'all for having a good show. Yeah, it just it seemed like I had like a really fun show that people enjoyed. It's good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I forgot to mention Patty LaBelle. Oh right, how could we forget? How could we forget? Girl, <laughs> poor oh. Patty. Oh, I said poor <laughs> Tina. <laughs> <laughs> Patty LaBelle was doing a Tina Turner tribute. Trying her best to sing the best. Um, and she forgot some of the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, the good news is there's a teleprompter that exists <laughs> for that very reason with the lyrics on it. Yeah. Um, bad news is a good portion of the audience was blocking the teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> Which really raises some other questions. <laughs> 
like a few, a few, a bit, a couple. Who was in charge of like, teleprompter what? placement? <laughs> what? Did y'all not anticipate everybody being on their feet for this? And <laughs> what? So why was the teleprompter not higher up <laughs> or closer to the stage? What am I missing? <laughs> you know, sometimes BTS ghetto shenanigans are a little charming. <laughs> Like, you expect, like, <laughs> some... Get out shenanigans. Because <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> anyway, Penn LaBelle said on Good Morning America, I was so blessed to be asked to honor Tina Turner because that was my friend from back in the day. And I knew all her songs. <laughs> she didn't say that. She said, such a wonderful woman who's Terrible. done everything and so many people admire her. And when I did it last night, I was proud, honey. I felt really great. I'm just in awe of Tina Turner. Also, she didn't really reference the fact that she couldn't see the shit. She just decided to hum and ad lib instead. Well, no, that was just during the actual <laughs> performance itself when she was like, I'm trying my best, y'all, and I, I can't see the words. I don't know. So. <laughs> so she said, I'm not going to talk about it afterwards because I told y'all on stage what the fuck was going on. <laughs> And so that's awesome. that. But like, it's God, awesome. damn, man. Like Tina Turner was really a legend who dealt with an incredible amount of misogyny that really went unchecked for most of her life. Another award show will do it. She had to, she went through so much shit though. And like, I just really wish she could have gotten the tribute she deserved. Like... Patty LaBelle is Patty LaBelle will always be a legend. Like it don't matter. Like this is not gonna change her. It's not her damn status or anything. Right. It's just like Tina Turner really deserved better. So I'm hoping whichever award show is next. Is it the Grammys? Um when are the Grammys? I don't even I early in the air. Oh right. So anyway. Somebody. So hopefully the Soul Train Awards will pop up sometime soon, randomly. I feel like they do that twice a year. Yeah, something. For Tina Turner. Somebody other than Beyonce. Oh, maybe Beyonce. Mm, I don't know. She only did it that once. Anyway. <sighs> anyway. Shout out to Tina Turner. Turner. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me 
to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Did you hear about this? This, of course, you did. The story of uh, Carlisha Hood. Oh yes, I sure did. So those of you at home, if you have not, Carlisha Hood is uh, thirty. Oh, I was going to talk about it for my read. Okay, cool. Well, then uh, we'll get into the details or whatever about it later. Just okay. know that um, Nicki Minaj has offered to pay the college tuition. Of uh, Carlisha's son. Oh, yes. I did see that. Wonderful, wonderful. She said, um, basically on an Instagram story, that he's a hero and, and he, you know, mm-hmm. that's what any person should do for their mother. Um, and if he wants, she said if he wants to go to college, he'd love to help. I thought that was very sweet. That's beautiful. It is. Um, Another rapper, singer, giving away a bunch of money. Lizzo. Lizzo had a five days of Juneteenth. I love her. (laughs) I love her. Five days of her giving out $50,000. Why? She gave 50 grand to the Marsha P. Institute. Marsha P. Johnson Institute. Words. Hello today. Of course. But I mean, some of her homegirls probably called her Marsha P. I mean, you said Marsha P. And I knew exactly who you were talking about. I mean, duh. (laughs) Who else? (laughs) She said, thank you to at MPJ Institute for all you do for Black trans women and the trans community. She gave $50,000 to Black Girl Smile. She said, thank you to Black Girl Smile for all you do for Black women and girls. She gave 50 grand to Sphinx Organization. She said, thank you to Sphinx Org for all you do to transform young Black musicians' lives. Oh, oh, I love her. She gave 50 grand to the University of Houston. Of course she did. Of course she did. Thank you to University of Houston for your partnership and support. And she gave $50,000 to Save Our Sisters, saying thank you to Save Our Sisters United for all you do for the trans community in Houston. So shout out to Lizzo giving away her money like, to good causes and being yeah. a good black gorgeous bitch. Like actually doing something, putting her money where her mouth is and doing something tangible to help the community. I love that. Oh, I love that. Um, Puff Daddy 
also just gave away a million dollars to Jackson State University, a pledge he made last year in June after receiving his BT Lifetime Achievement Awards. He said that he would donate a million dollars to Jackson State. And according to the good folks over at the Mississippi Clarion Ledger, yeah, the newspaper. Uh, he paid uh, the money. So, oh, you know, wonderful. good for you as well. Giving money to places mm-hmm. that could use money. I think he also promised Howard University a million dollars. I don't think they got their money yet, though. Mm-hmm. And also, he just... I He might not be pushing Ciroc or Deleon on us anymore. Really? Yeah, apparently the liquor company Diageo... Oh, okay. <laughs> the liquor company that uh, is home to Ciroc and Deleon uh, <laughs> part ways. They just, like... Oh, I think wow. that he was suing them for, like... Okay. Promoting the the brand improperly and, like, I guess marketing as urban and other issues he was having. So they said, um, look, Ooh, we don't have time yeah. for this. Um, we're just gonna go ahead and and call it. God bless. Oh, uh, yes, and I move on. Wow, wow, wow. Interesting part of the uh, quote for me was when they said, "Despite having made nearly a billion dollars over the course of our fifteen year relationship, Mister Combs contributed a total of one thousand dollars and refused to honor his commitment." What? <laughs> Oh, now that's quite interesting. <laughs> oh, I would like to see the receipts on that. Um, wow. <laughs> Not happy. Oh, no, my wow. mouth. Opened. Wow. Screaming. <laughs> Screaming. <laughs> Screaming. Oh, my God. So, you know, I don't know if we're going to be seeing bottles of Deleon or Carisha Please said or whatever. I guess, I don't know. Is it just that you're going to make your own liquor? I don't know what's going to happen. Next, yeah, I mean, I like Deleon. I really did. I enjoyed it. I don't it. know if I've ever had it. It was, uh, it was, uh, I was at a liquor store and I don't remember who was like, that's actually a pretty good tequila. And I tried it and I did not hate it. So, mm. um, obviously, well, I don't like well, Ciroc, well. but that's just because I don't care for vodka. Yeah, no, I haven't Flavored had vodka in a, yeah, it's been a long time for me and vodka, but okay. Well, I mean, rich nigga problems. <laughs> um, Summer Walker basically said that she is ghetto. She has no intention on not being ghetto. What? Y'all are... No, I'm paraphrasing because I can't find the tab. And also, like, it was a little annoying to me. So I'm not even giving it much. But essentially, she um, put out a thing because Jess Hilarious was on Breakfast Club and said something about LaMeach smelling like a deli or something and then that she hopes he keeps cheating i don't i saw like the tiniest bit of the clip but it seemed like she was doing her job or whatever and um then lamich was like oh really is this you and posted screenshots of her and his dms and then basically um summer walker was like i'm ghetto i don't give a fuck um, y'all are still gonna spend all your money on me, and um, you know, just hilarious. You're ugly, and you're one chromosome away from being a man. Something like 
weird and, you know, kind of transphobic and... Yeah. But so, but, but we're all one chromosome away from, you know, that being um, there's male anyway. I don't know what, I don't, what does she thinks she's saying. I don't, I don't, I don't think that she knows. Okay, because um, like you are, Summer, you also are. It's just science. Like we're just because I know you mean male, <laughs> so I'm just not sure what you thought that insult was doing like defend your man all you want to but the borderline or not even really borderline but like this covert transphobia this oh you blah 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 from like that is just like okay and like consider whether it's even a good idea to defend your man when he just got caught up with some random bitch wearing his chain on instagram or whatever like just a few days ago so maybe yeah, that's let, thing. <laughs> let somebody say that he smelled like fucking baloney. Like, why are you jumping to his defense? Because she was in his DMs saying congratulations on being successful or something. And then asked if he was in Baltimore. So, like, she said, like, you just missed being a nigga by a chromosome. Lord, forgive me, but damn. And then she goes, we all, we all did. Okay. That's, yeah. I mean, I'm no fan of just hilarious, but this doesn't. I'm, I'm gonna right. need you to make sense, right? I'm Let's gonna need clear. you to make sense, right? And that's really just the the <laughs> the tea, my dear. <laughs> um, but the whole thing that's like, yes, I'm ghetto. Yes, I will go back and forth with a bitch, and yes, like oh, I don't okay. give a fuck. Watch my nigga show and buy my music and ray ray ray. And it's like, okay, all righty, sis, you got it. You're right. You are ghetto. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with you. You ain't said nothing that I think is a lie yet. So <laughs> have a blast. Yeah, this is your life. This you is your exactly life. Okay, if you're not miserable, I'm not miserable for you. I can be. It doesn't. I matter. would. I would be miserable if I were in your position. But that's just yeah. me. Yeah, that's you, just science. You don't that's have like to. Feel, <laughs> you don't. You don't have to feel the way I feel about anything. So at all. Listen. So, that's that's I, I'm good. I'm I'm fine. <laughs> Wait, if you good, I'm cool. <laughs> it's literally it's literally that. So. You gotta call me back. Oh, summer. And then lastly, um. Oh wait. Okay. Jonathan Majors. Um. Oh God. And his team have got that white lady arrested. Okay. They filed a criminal complaint against her, saying she attacked him. Mm. Uh, a, alleged drunk and hysterical Grace. <laughs> her name is Grace. Grace Jabari. Huh. Is so, that her last name? Got to be. What I see here on the inside, Joe. Wow. Okay. Hmm. That she scratched, slapped, and grabbed his face, causing pain and bleeding. Mm. Um, so he's basically saying we were leaving, we were in Chinatown, she whooped my ass. Mm-hmm. Um there's surveillance footage and all the tea. So counter uh claim. You you just Activated my trap card. Yeah. Or my I card. 
It's what it's called. Wow. card. So basically, yeah, they did some whole shit about like, um, you know, arrest this white woman for uh, her crimes of violence. Okay. Um, which I'm all aboard on, you know. You really don't have to, you know, get me to arguing about arresting white people. But um, it says here that the DA's office is repeatedly pushed back against investigating or charging Lady Grace. Oh, you almost have like a House of Dragon name. Who is this? The white woman. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Got you. Um, despite supporting evidence that includes surveillance camera footage of the street dispute and photos of Jonathan's injuries, um, his attorney, Priya Chaudhry, told mm-hmm. Insider, um, she shared some of the evidence with Insider for that story. The DA's office declined comment. And the NYPD did not immediately respond to a request for comment. Um, So there's just been like little information that has been trickling out of this case for the past couple of days. I've noticed that have been making it seem like things are went different. Like, I don't really know exactly what happened anymore. Right. I mean, I don't think I ever knew what happened, but... Right. I mean, I have, like, less of an idea than I ever did. Well, to me, I I smell attorney fuckery here because the story that I read, I did read, like, you know, he filed a cross-complaint and, um, you know, he's still charged. Like, they haven't dropped his charges yet or anything, and... um. That he said, you know, I did grab her, but it's because I was worried about her safety and she also hit me. So it sounded to me that, like, their defense is, uh, yeah, but she hit me first and also caused me harm. And I was just trying to get her out the way of traffic because I was worried. So I saw all those details. But then this stuff about Insider, I'm like, why is why am I seeing something different on Insider? Or why are you telling me something different and so then you said that his attorney provided Insider with evidence. And that it to says, me... It says Chaudhry told Insider for last... Okay, it says DA's office is repeatedly pushed back, blah, 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 which is what she told Insider for last week's story. Then it says Chaudhry shared some of that evidence, the surveillance footage and photos or whatever, with Insider for that story. Okay, but, Insi- but Insider didn't publish those things. No, that's okay. part of a story. No, they did, or they're saying. That was last week's story is what I'm reading. Hmm, okay. Hold I on, just... There's a link to it. I just, yeah, I'm looking now, and I just don't... I don't know. Something about this does... Anything that appears to exonerate him has only come from his attorney like um, imagine I haven't I mean right but like I haven't I just haven't seen anything myself like with my own eyes I haven't seen anything presented in court so I'm just like until then it sounds to me like attorneys speaking to the press trying to sow doubt in people's minds about this person's guilt yeah, there's no link to that. I really feel like they did not post any of that footage. Yeah, that yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would be, it would be a right. It would that would really be 
an issue. And this is the same attorney who already leaked the screenshot of the text messages or not leaked, but just flat out gave it to TMZ. Yeah, so. it's the same person. Right. And I'm sure she's the same one or somebody else on the team had the idea to dress him up like <laughs> like he has to shop at Goodwill and like literally cannot even run an iron over this cotton blazer and have him show up carrying a, a fucking they is that a, a Bible and a cup. Like, come on. This is all it's really giving crush, optics. <laughs> I wore a crushed T-shirt that I got from Target to the gym today and I almost considered <laughs> running an iron iron over it because like i'm just going outside looking crazy right now <laughs> but i'm like girl i'm gonna sweat all through yeah, this fucking t-shirt it's no point it's no point and i'm going into a gym that like four people will be present in but court <laughs> yeah they could have you came to court looking like that? Like, so until, you know, until I actually see this evidence for myself, you know, if I get the opportunity to see it for myself, I'm going to go off the evidence I did see provided from his attorney, which was that text message that absolutely made him look guilty. It sounds to me like now they're just saying, technically I did it, but she kind of started it and I was just trying to keep things from getting worse. That's what it sounds like they saying to me. This case is gonna. It's 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 so fascinating. Mm, it's gonna be mess, and it's, it's really difficult because yeah, it's difficult for a lot of black people because it is against a white woman, and you know how they have been as far as like accusing black men of things historically. But also, she is not pressing the charges. The state is, or the city is, whoever the government is pressing the charges. She is not doing it. So. But then we also know how the police are with black men. So it's just like, mm. Like them asking him if his penthouse apartment in, in Manhattan is his. Yeah. Like little. Yeah. Shit like that. I just. Shit like that. See, it's like black people, you really stuck between a rock and a hard place in situations like this because you know how white people and whiteness protect themselves the system protects itself and will do anything to tear us down and then you also know that sometimes niggas be getting violent i've got my eyes on this one yeah <laughs> yeah i feel you i feel you I got me my too eyes on this case me especially. too because yeah. i mean you know i spoke openly about how much i love jonathan major mm -hmm. yeah on this show and so i'm just like but then I'm also like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Another part of me is like, <laughs> I'm such an asshole. Another part of me is like, this nigga is supposed to be the big bad of the MCU. How is this going to work? <laughs> like, Oh, and I'm sure it's a lot of people going, but what about... It's not even like, what about the movie for me, right? I'm kind of interested in like, the back scene of it. Like, it's Hollywood like going like, Okay, was it the white girl's fault? Was it the white girl's fault? Like, I are we post Johnny Depp, um, <laughs> right. Amber Heard? Yeah, are we doing like a like? I'm interested. I'm kind of interested in seeing if, how Hollywood's like response to mm -hmm. this in regards to his career, especially because he's black and especially because he's white. And I feel like there hasn't been that much mm -hmm. movement on the Hollywood side. Even like white women in Hollywood, I haven't heard any of them go yet. Yeah. Like, 
monster. Yeah, like, no, everybody's being very mean? careful. Everybody is being very careful about this because, I mean, yeah, I think they realize how it's going to look if you're a white woman sticking up for the white woman and it turns out that this white woman lied, then you are for sure never going to stop getting dragged. Well, people do that all the time. Well, right, but I think... When you look at like people who are super visible in Hollywood, they do either they actually are like not racist or they at least go to a lot of effort to appear not racist. So nobody really wants to fuck with the brand. Nobody wants to do that. So I think Disney and everybody else is going to see if enough doubt is cast onto this case as to, you know, whether he was really wrong. Even if he was technically guilty, was he wrong for what he did? Or, like, is she also to blame? Which is, I think is exactly what happened in the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp case. And so, you know, if it does end up being that way, then it's like, okay, we can forgive him. It really wasn't his fault. And now he can go back to doing Disney stuff and everybody can just pretend this didn't happen. Like, I honestly think that, and that's, I think that is likely to be what happens. But we shall see. Yeah, I'm, like, really interested in this whole yeah. thing. yeah. It's weird. It's something else. It is something else. I just, I would, I really, I mean, this sounds ridiculous, but I really do hope we get the chance to see the evidence ourselves because the fact that his attorney is the one who put out that screenshot. That was, that was, that? (laughs) It still blows my mind. It still blows my mind. I'm like, this is what you think makes him look good? that screenshot and being like, wait, you? Your attorney, but you think you think this is you think this makes him look good? You think this is like a a positive thing to put out into the world? (laughs) Dad, dad, like you can't be serious with this. You can't be for real with this. But yeah, she was was she was for real. If she was for real, so all right, I'm done. All right, let us take a break, and then we'll be right back. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important 
And I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Okay, folks, we're back. Letter time. Letter time. Yes, it is. If you have a question for us, send it over to asktheread at gmail.com. We may you know read it aloud. I kind of want to do on the show. What? Here's the mail. It never <laughs> fails. It, it makes, makes me want to wag my, my tail. tail. When it, when it comes, right. I want it. I well. want it. Adam loved Blue's Clues. <laughs> Who the fuck? Did it. Yeah, it was one of the few kids shows where I was like, yeah, cut that on. <laughs> like, let's get to cut it. Cut that on. Because we're going to sit down. Mysteries. We are going to sit down and uh, he would call it the thinking chair. And I was like, we're going to sit. And he had his own little tiny green couch. Listen, and he would sit down in his thinking chair and think. <laughs> who? Blue's Clues was who? Fox? Oh, I don't even remember. Because Blue's Clues, they're on Paramount, aren't they? Let me tell you, whoever was running the the game over at Blue's Clues, Nickelodeon, whoever the fuck. Oh yeah, they cashed. It was in Nickelodeon, yeah. Them couches, oh man, them notebooks, <laughs> yep. <laughs> like probably even the salt and pepper shakers and shit. I was about like, to say, don't forget Mrs. Pepper <laughs> or Mrs. Salt. Like Mr. Pepper, whoever it was. I think Pep was the guy. Yeah, and they baby was Paprika. <laughs> Yeah, the baby was paprika. I can't remember <laughs> which one was which. Adorable. But Blue's Clues was the absolute tea. Yeah. I had to watch my little brother a lot. And I had to stop playing movies with cuss words in them because he would repeat them. So mm-hmm. had to start watching Blue's Clues. And I really fucked with it. I did. It was good. And then Steve did that video a couple of years ago where he was like, sorry, I left y'all. I had to go to college. Oh, yeah. But everything's great. And people... 34 <laughs> years old. Tears on the ground. They wept. It was so emotional because that nigga really... Okay. He really right. No, I'm All not right. going to do that. Right. After last week, let me stop. But, yeah, he yeah. was one of the girls as well as... um. Oh, fuck, I'm going to hell. Big, comfy... Comfy couch. <laughs> Chair. What's her name? Lunette. Yeah, that one we didn't watch. Oh, I don't Lunette remember that. My first yoga teacher, my first yoga instructor. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. She had kids stretching and shit, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Good for y'all. Cleaning up underneath the couch. Amen. Lunette was tea. Okay, well. <laughs> now we did we love Gullah, but Gullah Gullah was like that was older. I watched that, but yeah, Gullah. Was it was incredible. Tea. Top Binya Binya? To, oh, bitch, bitch, honey, my nigga. 
Been. I loved them. I loved them. Okay. So anyway, back to what we were doing. Our letter this week comes from Adeline, who says, I'm in a happy relationship with my partner of six years, Sean, and we're doing great. Around the time that I met him seven years ago, I also met his cousin, Mike, and became very good friends with him. Oh, boy. Mike and I have a lot of the same interests, and we're both a year younger than my boyfriend, so we're still in college, and we have more time to hang out and do activities without Sean. Mike and I have become very close, and when my father died, he was available to stay with me in my grief and depression, so we have become even closer. Yeah, but... We all live at home with our parents, and my family is very religious, so I sometimes spend the night at Mike's house since his parents are cool with me. Mm-hmm. My problem is that Mike mm-hmm. would really like to settle into a relationship and start double dating with Sean and I, but every time Mike gets a girlfriend, I suddenly become a problem. I am a feminist, and I really don't like to blame women for societal norms, but these bitches are always coming at me. Wait, <laughs> oh, damn it. These women assume that Mike and I have more than just a friendship. They won't let us hang out together alone and sometimes don't want him to spend time with me at all. To me, it sounds like they're saying that I'm cheating on my boyfriend behind his back with his cousin at his auntie's house, which is an awful accusation. Wait. Am I on black Wait, what? There's a lot going on. Okay, continue. Mike has no spine and doesn't stand up to these girls because he just wants a successful relationship. But he does tell them that I'm like a sister to him. When the last girlfriend told Mike that he and I are not allowed to hang out without her or Sean present, I sent out a Google Calendar invitation to her and Sean for all our shared classes and public transport commutes to indicate that I'm happy for them to join. And when she said she cannot commute with us because she's at a different school, I asked her if she would cover the cost of me changing my travel plans to avoid Mike, and she called me petty and difficult. Another girlfriend says she's not comfortable with Mike sleeping in the house with women he's not related to, so I'm no longer allowed to spend the night there. <laughs> oh, this is great. So I went to Mike's younger sister and told her that her friends can't sleep over because Mike's girlfriend is uncomfortable with it, and I told his mom that I was surprised she would let a girl who just showed up a month ago decide who can and cannot sleep at her house. <laughs> The girlfriend then said that I was being petty and aggressive and trying to get rid of her by turning his family against her. And this was evidence that I want to keep Mike to myself. But bitch, you made the weird rules from your own imagination. Mike spoke to me and said she was crying and admitted that she's very insecure and she just needs some accommodations made for her insecurity because she feels threatened (laughs) by me. I said the best thing for her is to come speak to me about it and then learn to recover from her insecurities because I'm not changing my life to accommodate her fragility and lies about me. I have a feeling. At some point, Mike said it might be easier to keep our friendship a secret while he gets to know girls, but that feels like what we're doing. What? But that feels like we're doing what they are afraid we're doing and we have nothing to be secretive about. I'm done helping Mike choose flowers and date night plans for women (laughs) who then just turn around and tell me I'm the problem. Should I give up a whole friendship and complicate my own life to help my friend find a girlfriend and settle down? Thanks, Adeline. No shade, I would. You would give up your friendship? If I feel like I'm conversing with my friend about the issue and my friend is not taking any action and making 
a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to be like uncomfortable and I'm not going to, going to be like having people alluding to me doing some shit I'm not interested in doing mm-hmm. um, that I'm not, you know, that it would also be me cheating. Like, because you're insecure and we've never had a conversation one on one before. For what? Do you know the price of gas? <laughs> uh, that has nothing to do with I don't even know the price of gas. What I'm saying is, like, <laughs> there's other shit to worry mm-hmm. Like, much bigger things to worry about. And, like, the it's one thing, like, if it's your child's parent, if it's an ex, if it's, like... I don't know, someone you actually have fucked or would, or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, like, to be dealing with girlfriend insecurity drama and I'm not, and we're friends. Right. First of all, I've been there. Um, but mm-hmm. it's like, I, I'm not going, because what what can I do? Right, right. right. I mean, well, she named a few things that I love and I will be taking note of <laughs> in the future. <laughs> Lord. Um, hmm. I will say I understand why they might be suspicious, but I think ultimately the responsibility here is with your boyfriend to make things clear. Like, if y'all really are just friends, then... I'm not sure why... You just said your boyfriend. Or... <laughs> Cedar. <laughs> I mean, we barely hear about your actual boyfriend in the letter, and I get it because this is not about him, but um, it's up to your friend to make sure that... <sighs> to make sure that this is clearly communicated with... Um, his partners. And the thing is, the fact that y'all are so close and hang out so much is probably going to make most women feel insecure. That's completely fair. I I agree with that. Because you saying, you know, like, understanding them being suspicious is completely true. I feel like even myself, I might be like, she spends the nights. She spends the nights. That's where my fucking antenna would go up. The rest of this is whatever. You know, y'all commute to class together. But she spends but the night is something else. <laughs> me being like, hmm, is different than me being like, if that bitch ain't blood, that bitch sleeping on the street. Right. Like, you know, like right. that's <laughs> right, right. That you're you're like taking a, a detour into like. Mm-hmm. You're going way off the deep end, right? Yeah, is, yeah. Um, but I agree. Again, your friend, you what is because she said that they haven't met. Who hasn't? But, oh, you mean these other girlfriends? Yeah, she said. Did she? Did she say something about like? The girl never asked to meet her or talk to her or something like oh, that. Oh, well, that the girls like, don't... probably beat her ass. The girls don't want to talk... Like, they don't want to come talk to her about their issues with her. Which, I mean... Yeah, why? I mean... I'm putting myself in the girl, girlfriend situation, and I would probably be like, I'm not going to talk to her because 
I only know her through you. So I'm going to talk to you about how I feel. Maybe not issue an ultimatum like she can't spend the night because I'm not comfortable, like not trying to run your life. But I might not come to you because my issue isn't really with you, with you like the other girl, Adeline. My issue is with the things that my boyfriend is comfortable doing with another woman that I maybe feel insecure about. So that's something we need to work through. I just don't understand why the boyfriend can be like, this is my homegirl. Come over. Let's fucking watch the the ultimatum gay or whatever that show is called and see that this is my homegirl who, by the way, has a nigga. Hello. My cousin. Like, I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't a nigga know. is my cousin. I, I don't know. Yeah. What... Knowing that she's dating his cousin would calm me down a lot. But I think people are always looking for mess. They're always looking for the possibility of treachery. Um, And nobody wants to feel like they out here looking stupid or like they tolerated something that everybody else is like, bitch, obviously they cheat. Like, if you tell your friends, wow, turns out that my man was fucking the girl that was spending the night at his house three times a week, they're going to be like, wow, really? What else do you know? You know? So... And y'all are young. You said y'all are still in college. So I'm sure that's even more of an issue. These girls are young. So, yeah, they're like, "Uh uh-uh, hell no. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Ain't no bitch spending the night with my man. But um, I also feel like, you know, like if y'all really are, like I said, y'all really are just friends then. And he doesn't stick up for you. Like he just kind of says she's like a sister to me, but he doesn't stand up to these girls like that would be a bigger problem to me it's more like same you need to control your hoes don't have your hoes talking crazy or like trying to control our i get you want to be with somebody but it has to be somebody who actually works for you and maybe that and maybe mike is going to realize that what he wants to do is have different boundaries with his friend and be like when i'm in a relationship i'm gonna not have you spend the night at the house because i feel like it 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 you know it's a bad look or I That's don't want to cause too. drama. You can do that. You can do that. It's fine, but like you do have to talk about it. And as a friend, you do have to show like respect for me and not have whoever new girl you fucking talking to me crazy. So they're not roommates. Um, no, they're still in college and they hang out a lot. But she lives with her parents and he lives with his. But they commute to school together because they go to the same school. Oh, okay. So she don't need to be spending no damn nights over there. Right. I mean, so after her daddy died, she said he, like, helped her get through all that. And I guess they became yeah, closer I, yeah. through that. But I don't think that there's anything wrong with the night spending. I'm yeah, just no, saying, like, But I get why. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just cleared some, something up for me. I didn't realize I was missing. Okay. So, yeah, um... If I were you, Adeline, I would have a conversation with Mike about, like, what I expect out of a friend. And, yes. yeah, and you know, tell them I'm open to whatever with, you know, like, I'm, if you need to change the way that we hang out or the frequency that we hang out because you're tending to a new relationship, I get that. You know, don't ghost your friends and act like you don't have them no more just because you got somebody. Hello! Don't do that. That is raggedy. But of course, you start spending time with somebody else. I'm going to anticipate that you can't be on the phone with me every night no more. Like, come on. Just everybody has to grow up. Everybody has to be mature. Everybody has to. It's everybody's responsibility to be an adult about it. And don't be lying. 
<laughs> if y'all like, are actually fucking, then please don't be doing all this knowing that you fucking him. Please don't. Because then you make it worse for everybody else. Oh, yeah. That's a that's a different story. In <laughs> right. Book, that's I a think. different that's a different story. But yeah. But yeah, like all you can do is talk to this nigga. You can't go straight to the girl. That's just going to make things worse. I don't know. Un- like I said, I'm not really sure why he can't facilitate a situation Dave and Buster. Like, I don't... Like, where... Like, everybody just hangs out so maybe this person can, you know, see... First of all, A, this girl's man is my nigga's cousin. So that would be crazy. But also, like, there's no pressure. They're just friends who are close because they have, like, a a spiritual or emotional bond. But that's the other thing. Bitch, don't be wanting you to have emotional bonds with nobody. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, "Uh uh-uh, why? Why do you have an emotional bond with this bitch? Ain't not not even gonna argue with you. Yeah. Ain't even gonna argue with you over there. And she not Ken, they be like, "Uh uh-uh, nah, get the fuck out of here with that. (laughs) But yes, you also can, like, understand that as your friend is in a new situation, there's Of course things are going to naturally shift. Of course they are. Of course they are. But people can't even just be saying, well, uh, <laughs> sleeping over at this house, that's dead. It dies tonight. We right. Never even like, who we are you? Never, who are you? Even, and it's not even your house. It's not even my house. <laughs> and Adeline, you're 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 quite the shady one <laughs> for going to the family and being like, oh, so I guess since she don't like strange women in the home, then your little homegirls can't spend it's, the night no more. Like, you know she's not thinking of... <laughs> You know she brilliant. don't care about his little sister's homegirl spending the night. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. But when the little sister pops up to the mama about it, and mama's like, who the fuck does this bitch think she is? Right. Now the family don't like you. It's right. pressure. Right, right, And I am feet up watching yeah. Matt. Because <laughs> now the family gonna meet you, and the mama gonna be like, so this is the little girl who thought she could tell me who can and cannot spend the night at my house. I live. <laughs> <laughs> like... Genius. <laughs> but I do think, Adeline, you should stop involving everybody else and address this with him directly. Like For sure. As much fun as that is. It's funny. <laughs> and it's, it's hilarious. And I dare say it's effective. <laughs> I mean, yes. But it doesn't solve the problem. <laughs> the girls are gonna keep coming. It it's him who needs to change his behavior. So Good luck. Uh, we are going to end the letters right there this week. Again, if you have one for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We're going to take another quick break and be right back. Hey, guys. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read 
$80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Okay, folks, we're back. It's reading time. Let's get to it. Yes, it is. So I just want to talk about two things quickly this week. First of all, the story about Carlisha Hood out of Chicago that Kid Fury brought up earlier. Um, and shout out to Nicki Minaj for that. That is a very noble uh, gesture and yeah. I'm sure very much appreciated by the family. So um, this. Yeah, they are. So the a video, this is how I found out about the story. Um, this video went viral online over the weekend of um, a woman at a hot dog stand. A man comes in and is I don't know what I don't know what they start arguing about. I don't think that's completely clear from anything that we've seen so far. But he is like literally hollering at this woman. She's yelling back. He says, say something else. I swear to God, like I put I put that on my grandmama. Say something else. Say something else. Of course, she says something else. And then he just start punching her in her face, in her head over and over again. This woman then texted her 14-year-old son telling him to come inside. Her son came inside, saw this man beating on his mama, shot him, and then they followed him and continued to shoot. Mm-hmm. So the man who did this, what is his name? Jeremy Brown. Jeremy Brown. Uh, Jeremy Brown died. um, And initially, this woman and her son were both arrested. And then on Sunday, I believe. Charged with murder. Yes. Yes. First degree. Right. And she was charged with first degree murder and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. Minor. Yes. But um, released from jail on Monday after the Cook County State Attorney's Office dismissed the charges and said that they were unable to meet their burden of proof in the prosecution after further mm-hmm. review of the evidence. Right. Um, which anybody who watched the video, um, and this is part of the reason why it went viral, it sparked so much outrage, because they had been arrested when this boy was clearly defending his mother's life. I couldn't watch it. I, I couldn't watch it. Yeah, I... It was especially difficult for me because... I didn't want to see him hitting her. Yes. And to see how many other people were perfectly fine with this happening. Which is... Go ahead. Which is really disheartening for me to see. Um, I would like to think if I was in that situation that I would have said or done something. I just... The idea of seeing a woman getting beat on like that and doing absolutely nothing. I just don't think that's in me, but um, yeah, so people were pissed, rightfully so. 
um, that this woman had been arrested. And so when the news came out, a lot of people were strangely mad, like a lot of black people even were mad talking about, first of all, spreading the lie that like she had told her son to shoot somebody else in the restaurant for laughing or being a bystander or whatever, which there's no evidence to point to that. Um, but saying that, you know, it, it, yeah, that man was hitting on her, but he didn't deserve to lose his life. And how dare y'all follow him out the restaurant and keep shooting and all this shit. And I'm just like, under which circumstances do y'all believe black women's lives actually are worth one single solitary damn? When do we matter? I'm having a hard time understanding how anyone could see the video or just simply read a caption of what happened in the video and feel anything other than proud of that little boy for defending his mama and concerned for whatever repercussions he might face either from the family of this man or just simply the fallout of having to take a human life because you saw this person harming your mother. Like, killing somebody is not just some regular, regular bullshit. I'm quite certain that this boy is going to need therapy and probably his mama too. But I don't know how you look at what we know about what happened and find it in you to somehow cape for that nigga anyway. It's <laughs> Can I quickly just say? No, please do. Please do. I don't own a gun. If I were in that predicament, if I were this young man, and I did have a gun, and I walk in and I see this man. Listen. Assaulting my mother. I'm in her face mother. and head. And her toenails and one <laughs> strand of her hair. Right. I don't give a fuck right. where it is. Right. I want you to know that I'm shooting you in the restaurant. <laughs> I'm shooting you in the parking lot. I might do a Fast and the Furious chase. Nigga. And continue, like, I'm... Until so, I see you stop breathing for myself. I'm... If if I... I'm going to kill you. I am. I don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> like... I have a gun. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> You're, you are attacking my mother. I'm 14 years old. But even now at Who, 40. <laughs> mind you, his mother, no criminal background, fire uh, arm owner's identification card, permit to carry concealed weapon. Right. For a reason. Protection is that reason. As His sad as that is. <laughs> protecting. As sad as that is. From a man, like she was supposed to be in there picking up dinner or whatever and going home with her child. And some nigga decided. And to your earlier point. For, what is up with us? Watching. Black women be physically assaulted in the streets and being like, that's not my business. <sighs> what? Why are we like... 
so quick to to repost your favorite hotep who's talking about what the community needs to do to this and that and the third and how we progress and what that. And y'all will comfortably mm. watch yep. your sister, somebody's mama, yep. somebody's daughter be physically, to be beaten. Beaten. In front of you and be like, me, like me, 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 myself, Kefiri, me. Yeah. It's like, you're not even stopping the fight. Me, I'm starting a new fight. Like, yeah. I'm not, I, like, I'm in that restaurant. My nigga, I'm not breaking this fight up. I'm breaking your shit up. Like, I'm right. not even, I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm we are your fighting. Life. Right. I'm like, in your life. <laughs> Her son did should not have even needed to come in there and protect his fucking exactly. Because a nigga like me, it would like you're not going to put your hand like before you even you wouldn't have even the moment you talking spicy about putting about what you're going to do if she say one more word. I'm talking. I don't give a like uh, like yeah. I don't give a fuck. Right. I truly don't give a fuck. Like. Rap TV show podcast, <laughs> bitch. I don't give a fuck. We could be at the Seven Eleven. You talk spicy, like it's up. What the fuck are you talking about? But like right. to not even be like, let me step in and try to defuse. Let me like physically break up. Nothing. Y'all just be chill with it. Yeah. And with it being okay and be. What if? What is your mama? What's your mama? What if it's your sister? What if it's your child's mom? What if it's like it has to be that for you to just do it? Okay, but anyway, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That's no, all. I mean that. I mean, and that is that is really it. It. I think really for a lot of people to defend a black woman, it has to be because they have a personal connection to that black woman. Otherwise, whatever happens to her happens to her. That's somebody else's problem. It is. It is weird. Yeah, it is. It's and it's just. I'm so glad that they got out. Yes, they are suing the city of Chicago for. Oh shit! It's a lot of shit. <laughs> Let me find this list of everything they're suing for. Um. <clears throat> So it names the city of Chicago and five police officers as defendants and alleges false arrest, malicious prosecution, and emotional distress. And, yeah, what happened to me was totally unnecessary. Never in a million years would I have imagined being brutally attacked, beaten, and being arrested. So we shall see how that goes. Honestly, I hope she and her son get enough money to have themselves... Um, if they need to relocate or whatever else, but to live whatever the life they need to in order to be able to process this bullshit that happened to them and move on with their lives. They should have never been in that position. That child should have never had to fire a gun at a random grown ass man who could not handle his fucking temper. Like. And for his dusty ass family to be all over social media talking about that's still our son. That's still my baby daddy. That's still my, I don't care right or wrong. Ten toes down. Okay, girl. All right. Yeah. Spiritually. I mean, meanwhile, the rest of us. I don't have it. 
I don't have it for abusers and especially abusers of black women. I just don't. It's about me now. Whatever happens to now. whatever happens to I'm not God. I didn't make that decision. I don't know where you went. I just know you're not here no more. And I feel like the community is is likely better off for that. So yeah, sorry, not sorry. I mean, do better by black women. <laughs> do better by black women. So whatever, just get tight and start punching women in the head. Then maybe you need to go on somewhere. Then, yeah, you know. Yeah, like you're a menace. How does anybody in a hot dog stand piss you off that bad without hitting you first or spitting in your face? Like it don't make sense to start punching a woman. Just punching a woman, child. No. Um, so yeah, rest in piss. I also wanted to talk about this submarine story. <laughs> that was the other read I had last week. Was it? When I couldn't speak because I was crying. Please. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, so everybody at this point has heard about Ocean Gate and this Man. experimental submersible that they sent down to that watery grave Man. known as the Titanic that... Uh, imploded, killing all five people aboard, including a 19-year-old who was celebrating Father's Day with his dad. So, you know, sad with regard to the fact that human life was lost, I guess, but... And one of them quite young. Yeah, and one of them being quite young. That, right, that is pretty sad. Um, But also... (laughs) um. This is like, (laughs) this is like (laughs) peak wealth. Like for y'all to spend $250,000 a pop to go down in a empty can of pop and be popped. (laughs) It's just. Okay. You a are out of bounds. It's just a little like, too much for me. It's just a little too much. But I've been keeping it cute because, you know, I'm trying to behave myself online as, as long as I'm in school and, and being a therapist. When I graduate, I get to be ghetto again. But for now, I'm trying to keep it cute. So what I wanted to talk about really... Um, besides the fact that this thing was operated by a Logitech controller that anybody with $20 can get on Amazon right the fuck now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, openly one of the worst, like that, to- I could not believe that. I mean, I can, but like, you're going into the depths of the ocean with a Joy-Con. When I found out that he was getting carbon, first of all, that carbon fiber was being used in this at all, because something called, and I don't know, I'm not going to pretend to know a lot about this, but I just have a feeling if it's called carbon fiber, it probably ought not be sailing the ocean deep. Like, I just feel like it's not supposed to be going that far down. You need something a little more indestructible than carbon fiber. But when I read that he was buying like used carbon fiber from the airlines that weren't using it anymore because it had degraded to the point where it was no longer safe. And it's like, why did you then think you could go in the backyard with your handy dandy notebook, <laughs> these blueprints that you drew up and make yourself a submarine? So, but anyway, I digress. James Cameron did an interview about this. Now, you know, James Cameron is the director of the yeah, Titanic. And James Cameron is one of those nerds who spent a whole lot of money 
to really learn about the shit that he was doing. Like, I he's think not, he had dinner on it or something. He said that he has spent more time on the Titanic than the captain of the Titanic did. Like, that's how many times he's been down there. That's how much research and work and shit he's done with the Titanic. Now, do I still think that's crazy? Yes. But at least James Cameron actually knew what he was doing and spent the appropriate amount of money and time and and materials and experts to create a craft that could actually go. I think he said his submersible can actually go three times deeper than where the Titanic is. But I'm also sure that that costs a hell of a lot more money than whatever this other nigga threw together again, like on a Saturday and actually followed codes. This man was on video talking about how he had to cut corners to get this done. And I'm like, no, no, mm-mm, no, no, no. <laughs> See, that's it. That's it for me at the orientation. That's where I think I closed my notebook. Um, <laughs> and I just go home. Yeah, I call in the early. Because we're not cutting corners. We're not cutting corners. We're not, we're not going rogue. We're not being the disruptors. And doing things differently, shaking up the system. I've seen how this movie ends. Ryan Johnson already made this movie, and I saw how it ended. <laughs> Baby. <sighs> so, so James Cameron basically got on TV and said all that, like, this was some ghetto shit. They shouldn't have never took that shit down there. And, you know, honestly, it reminds me a lot of how they mishandled the actual crash itself and had they bothered to like take people over to an iceberg and unload them on the iceberg like this could have been avoided (laughs) and whatever bullshit they put together (laughs) uh, was too experimental to carry passengers so this other man who um, is co-founder of Ocean Gate his name is Guillermo got pretty pissy at James Cameron and said it's impossible for an outsider to know all the details. Yeah, it's impossible for anyone to really speculate from the outside. I know from firsthand experience that we were extremely committed to safety and risk mitigation was a key part of company culture. Wait, what? Now, it may just be me, but a week after five people die in the thing you built, to then say that you were extremely committed to safety and risk mitigation and that that was a key part of the culture of the company, can, can you see how that really don't add up for me? Yeah. Because are, why, why are five people, including your own CEO, dead right now then? And James Cameron has been down there and back 33 times. 33 times. <laughs> I don't go once I'm, I mean and you'll never get me to go nigga I said this I went live on Instagram and I talked about this there you don't ever have to worry about black we and it's in the Atlantic you do not have to worry about us fucking with the Atlantic you know going down the bottom of that bitch you do not have to worry about us we're not doing it it's almost like the people out here who be going to the movies at cemeteries yeah you know what I'm talking about it's weird getting married on plantations stop doing that weird shit it's like why do you want to go where dead people are underground and do you know like this was a horrific death like 
Rocky Horror. This is like that <laughs> way, way, way under the ocean. Like, I never. One of the men who was, I guess, supposed to go on it, but then his voyage got canceled or something like that, or somebody who had been on it before said that it mentions three times in the waiver that you may die during this expedition. I did see that, yeah. Like, a lot. <sighs> I'm... I already have a problem with y'all acting like mass burial plates or places or, um, like, sites or places where, like, a lot of really horrific, unspeakable things happened and y'all just show up and take pictures like it ain't nothing. I already have an issue with that. But at least most of those places, you are not actually putting your physical body in danger. You niggas literally risked your own lives to go down where you had absolutely no business. When we are past the point where the light touches, I feel like we are past the point where humans ought to be having anything to do with what's going on. Why are you even down there? If God Inside wanted us to be there... Kool-Aid jammers. <laughs> <laughs> if God wanted us to be there, there would be light there. <laughs> That's just my that personal opinion. <laughs> of our It's business. not. And that's the other thing. It's like, for those of, for those people who exist with whom it is their business, mm-hmm. oceanographer, marine yes. biologist, assistant. Right, right. They will likely be going down there in things made of the stuff. Tanks. They go <laughs> down I, there in shit that doesn't crumple. And it is usually, I believe, for the express purpose of learning yeah. and spreading. Now, y'all just wanted to go and kiki and be like, guess what we did yesterday? Well, now you can't. You can't tell anybody. We have no idea. Although now we all know. We all we know where you at went. At least know what happened. Yeah. We we know where you got. We saw that that last picture of all of them before it left. I was like, damn, that is sad. Probably the last photo you ever took. But, yeah. Otherwise, I'm just like, child. Y'all are... To play with the ocean is one thing. To play with the ocean in something cheap is what I don't understand. I really don't get it. If you want me to go down there, I'm going to have to go down there with the head of the fucking Coast Guard or something. Like, I want to go down there with water niggas who know what they're doing, not rich assholes trying to get richer. So, you know, uh, it's it's the type of situation this week where uh, both of my reads, somebody has died, and and yet rest in peace doesn't feel fully appropriate. Because... I just can't, I'm really having trouble understanding it. And then a lot of people were talking about how, you know, like these boats full of migrants have died and it wasn't even making the news. And then these billionaires die and it's like, damn, that is true. Or, or you can hear about all these people dying and people don't care the way they care about five billionaires dying. And it's just like, child. Um, that, that happened. And, you know, if you have an extra quarter million dollars laying around, I guess let that be a lesson. The rest of us have nothing to learn from this. I learned nothing. I I learned nothing other than rich people are looking for creative new ways to die. I was just like, man, like when I had like an edge of sympathy, I was like, I cannot imagine 
or also when I thought that they were like stuck in a submarine, like oh, that was losing bound. air, yeah, right. I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot imagine how terrifying that must fucking be. Yeah. And then my mind immediately said, sweetie, the reason you can't imagine it (laughs) is because you would never, (laughs) never, ever, (laughs) ever put yourself in that predicament. Not ever. And you especially would not give someone money to do so. Sweetie, you couldn't pay me 250 G's to go down <laughs> to the goddamn Titanic. Inside of a baby bottle pop? <laughs> what are we talking about? I cannot. <laughs> yeah. So At I'm done. Implosion, it probably happened really quick. Yeah. I mean, f- judging by the, the little di- video diagram I saw. Yeah. It seemed like it probably happened instantaneously that they were alive one minute and gone the next second and not even a second and probably had no idea whatever happened to them. So, you know, I guess that's a little consolation, but God damn, what a way to go. My relapse. Last week I was supposed to just say like, listen, y'all gonna have to give me a break and some of us a break. (laughs) About this, oh, you going to hell for laughing at some of these memes. <laughs> like, I don't know what to t- Like, it's like, wasn't there a story a couple of years ago where somebody, like, got their ass beat by a gorilla? Because, I don't know. It'd be, like, shit like that. Where you, like, in positions where you're not supposed to be. And then something happened to you where you want me to, like, yeah, okay. people be like jumping the fence to go pet the gorilla and then be shocked. Or like take a selfie and then the gorilla right. punches them inside of the head <laughs> and then they're like, oh my goodness, we have to put down this gorilla. No, it did what it was supposed to do. You were the one who I was didn't do what you at were supposed to home. do. First of all, I'm not even at home. You took me from there and put me here. Yeah. Give me my motherfucking bananas and bananas and my papayas, bitch, and leave me. Like, why does this motherfucking white man have to come in here? Right. And try and be cute. I'm going to beat his ass. You'd beat his ass if he walked into your house and started taking selfies with you over your goddamn hungry man dinner, wouldn't you? <laughs> so what's the pro- anyway? There was just something because it was like there was what's way I was trying to find it. People died. There was this one tweet that was like, oh, you know, scientists are reporting that they're hearing banging noises coming from inside the submarine. And it was, oh, God, I wish I could find it. It was like me and the submarine. And that it was just this nigga who was like beatboxing. Yep. <laughs> did you see I did. <laughs> I did. I've seen all of that shit. I have been screaming. Niggas are ruthless. <laughs> Niggas done made songs about it. <laughs> Niggas do not care. They have a submarine because... filter on TikTok. <laughs> Girl, where were you <laughs> going? Y'all going to hell. <laughs> Y'all going to hell. 
Y'all be want to hop out a go kart and on a wild safari or whatever, be in and 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 go and pet a full grown lion, get eight, and then be like, we have to talk about. It's just it's like it's sad. Yeah, it is. It's really unfortunate that that happened. Well, but you know, my empathy for some of the richest people on earth is limited. Sorry. <laughs> Why did you? And it's and it's like. The other thing about it is, I know that the girls are, the, the writing girls are giving you like Shakari oh, yes. Richardson. Absolutely, right now, they are. Waiting Absolutely. for this strike to end so they, they can put pens to paper. So much because to say. If there is one <laughs> thing yeah. that Dwight's love at the cinema. More than a slave ass movie, <laughs> it is a movie about white people getting stuck. <laughs> they love it. That one hundred and twenty seven at whatever that one movie was, where where who was it? James Franco. One of the white men got stuck in like a a, a canyon or some shit. Gravity. I never saw Where that. Sandra Bullock and I think George Clooney got stuck in space. Or some <laughs> sh- they just love it when like <laughs> white people be just like la 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 open water. <laughs> what? They white people they love do. movies they where do. they be get where they get stuck. Yeah, they do. So I already know. I twenty twenty six tops. This yeah. is in the theaters. Yeah, yeah, tops. And that is going to be a horror. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, the true story is pretty short, no? This one is. Maybe it'll be like we see their souls Adjusting floating over like, the Titanic okay. and living that's with everybody else on the Titanic. That's not what I expected. That's not what I expected. That would be sickening to, like, go full horror with it. Right. And it actually was, like, supernatural. Co- they died. This is not. Yeah, no, no, but, like, no, but, like... Y'all die going down like here, and then you end up, and then you end up getting fucked over by the spirits that are trapped on the Titanic. Because how dare you come down here in the first place? I think they should just go full inspired by and not based on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because this can get real ridiculous. <laughs> and so, like, the submarine doesn't implode, right? It gets stuck in the Titanic. Oh, by supernatural means. Okay, and then ghost ghostism. Oh, the ghosts start fucking with them. And then, you know, maybe some of them get possessed and, like, weird shit starts to happen. Can you imagine if they're, like, possessed in such a small space with oxygen running out? Yes. In, like, (gasps) pitch. That is a scary movie. No, that is good. And then right when they get free and they have just enough air to make it back to the surface, they implode on the way up. <laughs> like y'all I made have, it. I I have to answer to God about this. <laughs> I know it. I I I I know. Yeah, I know this is gonna be on the iPad one day, and I'm gonna yeah. have to say I did. I did say that. I did. And I also I still think it was a good movie. Did they make that movie? Can I see it? it I really think it would be a good. Movie. Yeah, it I could do. Be a really I do genuinely movie. think it would be a, a good movie. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, well, thank you for that because yeah, yeah, of course. Um, okay, so for me, <coughs> this week, 
I really wanted to do a read on Brie Larson hate. Brie Larson, Academy Award winner, white woman. I think she won an uh, Oscar for Room. Did she win? She won an Oscar, right? I have no idea for what. For Room. Room. Yeah, the um the movie where she was like abducted, and she did never... the thing with Jacob Tremblay. Oh and... yeah, it does say she won it for Best Actress. Yeah. Anyway, she's at the MCU's Captain Marvel. Now, me, myself, I love Captain Marvel. She's basically Superman and Goku at the same time. <laughs> wow. Like, I I think Captain Marvel's awesome. I've always thought Captain Marvel's awesome, even when she was Miss Marvel or whatever. Um, People hate Brie Larson. They regularly um, dogpile on her and talk about how uh, much they hate her, and they've even made videos and compilations that imply that uh, other members of other actors in the MCU also hate her. Just a lot of hatred. Now, me, myself, personally, um, I have not seen like a logical reason to Mm, hate her. Um, I know that she has said things in in the vein of feminism. A lot of those things I don't know. Maybe some of those things I wouldn't even like, depending on you know how white she is. But I don't know what the hate actually stems from in okay. terms of Brie Larson's actions. And I don't think a lot of the people who hate her do either because most of the comments I have seen over the years uh, since she played Captain Marvel in, what, 2019? I don't even remember when that movie came out. I liked the movie, by, by the way. I mm-hmm. bought it physical. I just watched it the other day. Um, I thought she was a fine Captain Marvel, personally. Now, a lot of the haters are like, oh, it's her performance. She's just bland and boring. And nobody gives this hate to, you know, uh, the other women in the MCU. No one says this about Scarlett Johansson. No one has a problem with Elizabeth Olsen. So, obviously, blonde's a boot-doop-doop. And for me, I'm like, first of all, it's interesting to me that most of the time that y'all try to use other women in the MCU against Brie Larson for, like, acting examples, you don't mention Angela Bassett. You don't mention Denai Gurira. Mm. I never see y'all mention Lupita. Like, Mm-mm. even though they slay acting-wise and action-wise in all of the films that they're in... That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Also, you want to tell me that Miss um, Scarlet Joe <laughs> as Black Widow was lively and fun and y'all had a blast, all of them damn movies? <laughs> Are we really going to do that? Oh, man. Because, first of all, she didn't even give you an accent, which maybe she doesn't need to. Like, I don't do whatever. Um, I know, you know, Russian, but no. I don't really understand myself personally how that was supposed to work in the ex- in the um, 
in the MCU. Like, yeah. I thought Black Widow had a Russian accent, but maybe not. Um, so know that. And then also, the what... Scarlett Johansson's, like, a great... Great in action movies, and I loved scenes with her because she, by virtue of the character she's playing, has great fight choreography, and I think she performs it well. Yeah. But in terms of acting, and I'm not saying that she's a bad actor. I'm mm-hmm. saying in terms of what was given to her and what she performed in terms of her acting. Girl, y'all didn't get a solo Black Widow movie until way after Captain Marvel, after the character died canonically. Oh. And even in that damn movie, she was overshadowed by Florence Pugh, so I don't really understand why y'all keep using... But maybe one of you will attempt to enlighten me in a way that I will ignore. Mm. I just want to say that it feels to me like the... A lot of the hate has to do with the fact that Brie Larson has said things about men and uh, oh, white dudes. Okay. That type of shit. It's just, I mean, if we're going to say, if you didn't like the movie, bet. Um, <laughs> right. Like I said, I quite enjoyed it. And I myself am a fan of the character. I think she was the perfect Captain Marvel. I don't know. It's probably somebody who could have done a lot better. <laughs> But did I enjoy the film I watched? Sure did. Am I going to go watch the next one with Tiana Paris and the young lady who played Miss Marvel on Disney Plus? You bet your bottom dollar I am, hun. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. This is less of a read and more of a... Y'all confuse me. Mm. What are we saying? Yeah. Mm. What are we saying here? You never say... um, What's that woman who fought tooth and nail the, the for the right to play Nina Simone? Zoe. Y'all don't. I don't see y'all say Zoe Saldana. Hmm. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I see y'all say see. I say Scarlett Johansson and I say Elizabeth Olsen name. And Elizabeth Olsen put her motherfucking feet into that acting. So I'm not even like we're not taking points away from her, but. <laughs> It's getting real low. The sun's going down or whatever the fuck. Stop playing with me. Um, and then... Russell Simmons posted following... Oh, Lord. ...to his Instagram. I really thought that nigga was going to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah, right. Wow. Um, so I guess he was in California and he was like, he posted a reel. God bless whoever made it for him. And it says, so I went to America nine days ago. My office there had some meetings, whatever. He's doing something with Snoop Dogg and Snoop Dogg's son. Um, and then he said, also, I was co-hosting a fun BET party with MC Light, which I helped set up, but decided against attending. Heart emoji. Not mm. sure what the for fyi i generally only make those trips with the expectations that i can see my daughters last father's day i spent three days in a row in new york city with my beloved aoki lee simmons he tags her but this year god or the devil and then he puts a little devil emoji oh girl girl i can't take you seriously old and like is there something going on had 
Yeah. But this year, God or the devil had other plans. Sure. Still, and then I think he tried to do like the little. You have to look at it because he tried to do like little awkward face emoji, but he did it with just the colon and slash. Why are you using so emojis like, to talk about this? <laughs> but why didn't you just use an emoji for the? Anyway, I'm it's so confusing. It. It's, it's point. It's, it's so point. confusing. This doesn't, that part doesn't matter. Okay, he says. Last Father's Day, I spent three days in a row in New York City with my beloved Aokuli, but this year, God or the devil had other plans. Still, for sure, I'm grateful for all experiences God sends. Sometimes they are not easy to digest, but there are lessons. Remember to remember to always look for the blessings and the perceived curses. They're always there. And then he congratulates Big Daddy Kane and Mona Scott and whoever else. And says, keep smiling, yogis. And to this, I just wanted to say, really oh. not much. <laughs> Besides, um, like all the little, you know, deflections and dog whistles and lit gas. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot of lit gas that take place on. Um, on Instagram. Not really going to, to do anything for what's going on mm. IRL. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what you're trying to do here. Is this meant to be some sort of a um, uh, an olive branch? Because, honey, one thing I can say for sure is that God is absolutely not being involved in you <laughs> hollering at your damn kids, accusing their mama of stealing your their love away from you, calling them out their goddamn name, harassing their friends and, and lovers, threatening to ruin them. Like, my God's not in that business. Right. I don't at know. All. At all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, The devil... Possibly. I want you to understand, though, that as far as that goes, the devil doesn't just hop out out of the shadows <laughs> like Pennywise and go, gotcha. You know what I mean? <laughs> gotcha, nigga. It's more Sorry. like Rafiki. He lives in you. Oh. <laughs> I love that part of the line. That was a great impression. It was very sweet because it's like, oh, wow. That's so true. Yeah. The spirit of my father that was good to me, that died for me, that always instilled goodness and hope mm-hmm. and like responsibility in yep. me. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he'll always be with me. But back to Russell Simmons. Um, sweetie, you can put like a devil emoji on here all you want to. If the devil is involved, he's, you know, puppet stringing your ass. So I would say maybe get out of downward dog <laughs> and get into <laughs> upward therapy. Lord. Because even this, if what's taking place on the other side of it is toxic, mm-hmm. this is abusive. Because don't come up on here talking about last year, three days ago, my ever so beloved baby that I just called a piece of shit yeah. was gonna, got me some flowers. Like, it's getting weird. 
It's getting weird. Yep. So I just want you to know. Okay. God, not a part of this narrative. <laughs> At not all. Please. Okay. But. Leave God out of this. Please. <laughs> I absolutely appreciate speaking to him as well as a licensed professional. Yeah. Love that. Psycho. Therapist. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Need one of And then last but not least, I just want to read the game Yakuza 4. I'm trying to finish it so I can catch up to the the where the Yakuza games are now. Seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Um and really it's very simple. There's a chapter in the, the game where you're attempting to break out of prison. You go get all of these things and talk to all of these people okay, to like it. make a prison escape. It's like a brawler game. It's Japanese. It always takes place in Japan. Um and you're gangsters. And you get into gangster shit. And it's like a brawler. Like there's a lot of like fun mini games. You can go do karaoke and shit, but mostly you're beating up people and like it's this deep drama with lots of char- great characters and it goes ties, all the stories tie into the next one so you can see if the characters grow up, whatever. Anyways. In this chapter, it's a new character that's I've just been introduced to the story. He's in prison. He has to go do all this shit, get all these things for this guy, including a grappling hook, so that they can break out of prison one night. They do all the shit, beat up a whole bunch of guards, yada, yada, yada. They get outside. They get the grappling hook. They throw the grappling hook up the wall. And then they look at each other. And they have an extensive bit of dialogue about which one of these niggas should climb up first. Oh, no, it was your idea to break out. Oh, yes, but no. Oh, but no, you must. Go for... Are we breaking out of prison or are we breaking out of prison? (laughs) If you don't get your hefty ass up this goddamn wall... And get the fuck out. I just spent all this time doing all this motherfucking back and forth fetch questing to get chains and and rings and whatever the fuck else to make a goddamn grappling hook. And y'all want to go back and forth about who should escape prison first? You get your... Why are we talking? Mm. (laughs) So, of course, finally one of them goes up but the person I'm playing as gets caught by the goddamn... The, the guards or whatever. So now you have to fight the guards. And it is literally one of the cheesiest, <laughs> like, most, like, Lord. artificially difficult, pain-in-the-ass boss fights I have experienced in ages. Wow. Victory was not even sweet. It was so fucking horrible. <laughs> then you beat the guard's ass. He goes up. The, the that climbs like the thing to the top of the whatever the light whatever like the escapey parts they're up the yeah. top on the ceiling literally just have to get out Lord. the nigga who went up above him is still on the roof bitch what are you doing in here then they have a whole other conversation about who should jump first or what what's gonna happen yada yada, yada. I was livid eventually <laughs> Homeboy who climbed up first, spoilers, gets shot and killed. 
no. And I think he was the op in the last game anyway. I can't really remember, so I didn't feel bad. But I especially didn't feel bad because you bitches should have been halfway to King of Diamonds. Y'all should have been at the strip club. They would have already had my lemon pepper order in, playing with y'all bitches. The most, if, if it wasn't for that horrible, lengthy, difficult boss fight it was attached to that never should have happened because y'all should have just climbed up the wall, it wouldn't mm. even have been my read. Mm. <laughs> but anyone who has played Yakuza 4, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, you can Google it, I guess. It was the dumbest shit. I'm like, I know <clears throat> Japanese writing, anime and all this stuff is very, you know, like, but friend, yep. you've always been there for me. Let me count the ways in which you have been there for me as my friend. And I will never turn my back on a friend because friendship is all we have when things... And it's like, they will do that for the whole episode mm. so like i get it but sweetie yeah. <laughs> but sweetie you're breaking out of prison so <laughs> just need something. something if the writers of power created that game my character would have been at the strip club that's <laughs> <laughs> well that's good in ghetto <laughs> that's it i'm done Oh, okay. That wraps up this week's episode of the show. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website, thisistheread.com. And you can find our merch over at shoptheread.com. Um, I wanted to say thank you again to Dr. Joy for having me, Fran, Kia, and Jade open up her book tour for her new book, Sisterhood Heals. Um, as y'all know, I really stand for Dr. Joy. She is... Her website, Therapy for Black Girls, and her podcast, um, that is what got me to therapy, which, of course, changed my life in a whole nother way. So, first of all, go get the book, Sisterhood Heals, The Transformative Power of Healing in Community. And thank you again, Dr. Joy, and everybody who came out um, to the event on Tuesday night. It was so much fun um, and really a joy to talk to y'all and, and talk about friendships and just how beautiful it is to be so close to um, so many amazing black women and how much that has been healing for me. And I also want to say congratulations to Fran, Asante and Dustin because the friend zone was featured on Apple podcasts under their creators. We love campaign. So go check that out and happy 10th birthday to my baby Noah. I cannot believe she is 10. She is just pure chaos but that little girl knows who she is and she feels good and secure about it and so i just stand i I just love interacting with her i love being a part of her life and so yeah just wanted to say happy birthday to young no is naive oh they grow up too fast man i remember being a kid and feeling like childhood takes forever but as an adult it's like these kids you blink and they're driving isn't that crazy like So, but, yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Oh, and shout out, congratulations to Scotty and Sylvia for the new show on Issa Rae's radio. Listen, when one door closes, another bigger, better, blacker one opens. Okay, shout out to y'all. Cannot wait to support. Yes. And I'm blacker. Wanted to make sure I said that. So proud of those girls. And I'm blacker. 
better. Love what y'all are doing. Better, and I'm better, <laughs> and I'm blacker. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's it for me. Anything else from you before we head out? Drew Sidora got a video? Oh, I wouldn't know. I would not know. She does music? Oh, no thanks. Oh, I thought that was just the game. Okay. Anything Anything else from no. you for me? All no. right. <laughs> okay. Take care of yourselves, everybody. We will see y'all next week. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.